Welcome to another edition of Who's Better Baseball? The podcast where we answer a simple question on each show. Who's better at baseball? I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein, managing editor at JustBaseball.com. And today, we're talking about my latest article for the site where I looked at the MLB award odds in each of the races. And I'm going to tell you who is the best bet to win these awards. It's not necessarily who is definitely going to win. It's looking at the odds and telling you where I think you might want to lay a wager down if there is one to even lay because some of these races are already sewn up. We're within 50 games left of the season now. It's really coming down to the wire. And you look at the first one, AL MVP. I think we all know who's going to win that award. But before we get into all the different odds and all these different races, I want to tell you that our odds are provided by BetMGM, our partners over there. If you sign up at BetMGM and use our promo code JUSTBASEBALL, you'll receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So let's get to the obvious one, AL MVP. Shohei Otani will win the AL MVP. It is the most obvious statement you could hear at this point when it comes to award races. There's no doubting this one. There's no who could run him down. It's not happening. The only way there could have been any funny business in this award race is if Shohei Otani got hurt or if Shohei Otani got traded at the deadline to a National League team. And at this point, with the numbers he's put up in both leagues, he could stop playing in both leagues. In both facets, as a hitter and a pitcher, in the American League. The numbers he's put up, he could stop playing tomorrow and he's the MVP. So, that's a lock of all locks, but there's really no room to bet on it. It's minus 10,000 odds to bet on Shohei Otani to win the MVP. So, if you laid down a $1,000 bet, you're only making 10 bucks. You have to bet ten grand to get $100. It's really not worth it. Um, unless you just had that much money lying around and you want... To, to turn 10 grand into 100 bucks, which again, just not worth your time and, and tying up your capital in that. So now we get to a race that is still one with an overwhelming favorite in the NL, but an award race that you can actually sink your teeth into a little bit and decide if it's worth wagering something on, and that is the NL MVP, who is currently Ronald Acuna Jr., based on the odds. They have him at minus 650, so he is the clear-cut favorite, and rightfully so. He's leading all position players with a 6.2 F4. That's including Shohei Otani, if you just look at that side uh, of the baseball for him. 6.2, the best mark for any hitter in the game. He's hitting 338 on the year, 423 on base, 577 slug, has a 168 weight and runs created plus. Now, WRC plus. Measures hitters based on a league average of 100, so Acuna is at 68% better than your league average hitter. He's leading the league in runs scored 109 and stolen bases 55. His on-base percentage is also an MLB best at 423. All of this while playing on the best team in the National League, if not the best team in baseball. The odds are clearly telling us that Acuna will win this award. Got to bet $650 to get 100 So it's not really the most enticing thing in the world, although you know, there's a little bit of upside there compared to the ridiculous side of the Otani MVP discussion where you had to lay you know, the ten grand. So there's something there if you wanted to just take the safe bet, but I think there's a, actually a, a few guys that could sneak up and grab this award from him, and the first one I look at is Freddie Freeman. 
Freddie Freeman sitting at plus 500, so you got some good odds there if he's able to actually come through. And you know he's really not that far off from Acuna. You look at the slash line; he's within 10 points in each of those categories. Batting average, 336 compared to Acuna at 338. He could take him tomorrow or tonight even. On base percentage, 414 compared to Acuna's 423. Not far off. He actually has a higher slugging percentage at 583. And his WRC+, plus, which again is measuring hitters in that league average of 100, it's at 167. He's a point behind Acuna. That's a good game in either direction flipping that. So offensively, they really aren't that far off. Now Acuna has the stolen bases. Uh, he has the F4. But Freddie Freeman sitting at 5.9 compared to Acuna at 6.2. It is not crazy to think that Freeman could grab that by the end of the year, especially because... He's been really good over the last couple months here, last six weeks. Since July, over his past 37 games, Freddie Freeman hit 372, 444 on base, 669 slug, a 197 weighted runs created plus. Very, very good. In the past, he has finished seasons out very strong, did so last year. There's every chance that Freddie Freeman could run him down and a plus 500 I think that's probably the bet I would take out of all of these. I'm not going to lay a ton down on it, but I think if there's one guy to bet on right now because of how much the odds are in Acuna's favor where there's not a lot of upside there, I think I'd take a flyer on Freddie. There is two more guys you could look at, though, and the ironic thing about it is it's the same two teams we're talking about. It's the Braves and the Dodgers, the best two teams in the National League, and Matt Olson is on an absolute tear. He's hit 15 home runs since July. He's hitting 346, 462, 728 since July. A 206 way to runs created plus. The best mark in Major League Baseball. He has grabbed the MLB lead on the season with 43 home runs. He's pacing the league in RBIs by a wide margin with 107 runs driven in already. With the way that offense scores, who knows how many RBIs Olsen can finish with. It's not outlandish to think that this guy could find his way to 50 home runs and 140 driven in. Honestly, the 50 home runs, pretty much expected. 60, probably you know, out of the realm of what he's going to get to. But 55, I mean, he's hit 15 home runs in his last you know, 38 games. If he did it again, well, actually, all of a sudden, he is knocking on the door of 60. So uh, Olsen's a really interesting bet right now at plus 1,600. Um, another one that if you want to throw a little sprinkle on it, I don't see why not. The one thing you could say is that Acuna and Olsen might split some of the vote, and that could lead to Freddie Freeman uh, being able to jump in there. The problem with that is Mookie Betts should get some votes, and that's the fourth guy in this race. He's sitting at plus 3,000. He's hitting 289, 389 on base, 579 slug, 159 WRC plus on the season. His F4 is at 5.8. So when you look at the defensive side of it, that's where Olsen is a step below all these guys. I don't have it in the article, but I think it was either 4.8 or 4.9 on the season. So uh, a full win below the, the other three. Betts could be the league leader in F4 very easily. And you know he has the longest odds, so maybe that's most worth the sprinkle. I, I don't think you can really go wrong in this race. And you know, Betts has won an MVP in the past, so wouldn't be shocking if he did it again. And He's also about to set his career high in home runs. So 31 home runs right now is career high. Set last year was 35. Outside chance bets can get to 40 home runs this season, which is just 
ridiculous for a 5 tool player like him, who's been great defensively in the infield and the outfield this year. So MVPs are um, right now almost kind of in the bag. Otani's a definite. Acuna clearly a big, big favorite. But I like all those other three guys um, with those long odds to, to maybe you know watch them have an incredible final six weeks and you end up paying off uh, big time there with that. Now let's get to a tighter race, a much tighter one, AL Rookie of the Year. It would have been Josh Young. It would have been, but he broke his thumb. And so now he's out and might not come back until late September. And if that's the case, you would think these other guys in the race could jump him. Ironically enough, though, I'm actually not even entirely opposed to betting on Young still. He's sitting at plus 8,000. I mean, (laughs) three weeks ago, he was the favorite. So if Gunnar Henderson, Masataka Yoshida, and Tristan Casas all fall off, it would be still kind of a long shot, but I don't know. His numbers are the best at this point, but really it comes down to those other three. You can make an argument, I guess, for Tanner Bibby of the uh, Guardians, Hunter Brown maybe of the Astros, but the odds are really telling us it at this point should be one of the three. Gunnar Henderson, Yoshida, Casas. Those are the guys. Now, Henderson is the favorite at minus 200. And rightfully so. His numbers are the closest uh, to being the best behind Young right now. So you can make that argument. He's three home runs away from taking him. He's less than a win away from taking him in F4. Um, And he's playing on a really prominent team in the Orioles right now who are making a playoff push. He's very integral to everything they're doing. And there's a, a good reason why he's the favorite. But at those odds of minus 200... With the fact that he's actually slowed down a bit as of late, uh, since July's in 232, 292 on base, Slug is still there at 452. I think he's hit eight home runs. So that's still a big part of his game that he's excelling at. But I don't know if I like betting on Gunner. I, I think Gunner is um, the most likely to win the award, but I don't think I'd lay any money on that. The guy that I really love in this race is Tristan Casas. He's been the best rookie since June. He's been amazing. He's hit 301, 392 on base, 575 slug, 13 home runs, a 159 weighted runs creative plus over 59 games. Plays an amazing ballpark to hit and you know, he's sitting at plus 400 again. I mean, that's a chance here that he's this dark horse that could steal this award and you know, you can make out pretty good on that. So, I really like Casas um, more than Yoshida because I just say, all right, let's just say all of a sudden, you know, Casas ends up hitting you know, 10 more home runs down the stretch here and he has the power to do it and he's hitting for a high average. And he's getting on base at this same insane clip. I mean, his numbers at the end could look lopsided if Gunnar Henderson doesn't turn it on. Um, you know, Yoshida is going to hit for a high average, but he doesn't have that ability to put up the big home run and RBI totals that Casas does. So that's the bet I would make right now on AL Rookie of the Year. NL Rookie of the Year is not quite as much of a foregone conclusion as Otani for MVP, but it's damn near close. It's minus 5,000. He's going to win the award, Corbin Carroll is, in the National League. There's just no doubt about it. He's leading all NL rookies with a 4.1 F4. 
His way to runs creative plus leagues all those leads all those rookies at well at 129. Leads them in runs scored at 83. Stolen bases 36. He's tied with Francisco Alvarez for the most rookie home runs at 21. It's Corbin Carroll's race to lose, and I don't doubt Carroll in many races. So I, I think he's going to win that one. I don't think we have to spend too much time on it. A.L. Cy Young. This is an interesting one. Garrett Cole's the favorite at minus 350. But I can make an argument for a bunch of guys. Like I, I don't know why he's that much of a favorite. I, I do understand, of course, the leader in ERA among qualified pitchers is going to get a lot of votes. He's at 2.76 for the season. Technically, Nathan Avaldi still qualifies, but he'll fall off at some point here unless he gets back real, real soon. And that's going to make Garrett Cole stand out even more. And he's also you know, pitching a ton of innings for the Yankees as well, leading the league in that category, over 150. So uh, I get it. I get why Garrett Cole would win it. Um, Kevin Gossman, though, has a pretty good shot as well. And if I had to bet right now on Cole at minus 350 and Gossman at plus 400, I really don't know where I would fall on that because Gossman, sitting with a 3.04 ERA across 139 innings pitch, his team has a much better chance of making the playoffs, and he has an opportunity to seal that down the stretch with some really notable big-time starts. And you know who's to say that when the season comes to end, Gossman's not going to have a better ERA than Cole? If Cole has a couple of bad starts and Gossman is lights out, you never know. Gossman is leading the league in both F4 at 4.4 wins above replacement and strikeouts per nine at 11.85 uh, strikeouts per nine. So you know, he's got a lot of stuff that I like here. I would probably take Gossman in that head-to-head, but you, know, you can make a case that, hey, if Framber Valdez is amazing down the stretch, he's at plus 1,400. Luis Castillo, plus 1,400. Shohei, who knows how much he's even going to pitch down the stretch. I mean, if they're out of the race... Um, I don't know. Do you still shut down a guy um, pitching when he might not be part of your team? Probably not. But then again, if you're saying, hey, you're part of our future, let's protect you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Otani's probably not going to win it. Uh, George Kirby's sitting at plus 5,000. That's interesting because his numbers aren't that far off from Castillo's on the season. Who's at plus 1,400. So maybe that's worth a sprinkle. I still think Gossman is the bet here, but there's a lot of names to discuss, of course. Which leads us to the most wide open award race left. One where there is not a real clear favorite. There's two favorites, I would guess, um, and Zach Gallon and Blake Snell, but the odds really are close. Gallon's at plus 180, Snell's at plus 250, and Logan Webb's at plus 300. So three guys, conceivably, who can make a real push. Um, you know, Currently, again, the slight favorite goes to Gallon. He's got a 324 ERA. Um, and is leading the National League with 155 and two-third innings pitched. He's also leading the NL and F4 at 4.3. The Diamondbacks, though, are falling out of playoff contention right now, and I just wonder how much exposure he gets down the stretch. Now, you can say the exact same thing for Blake Snell. He is leading the NL with a 2.63 ERA. His team's fallen out of it, but he's also been the best pitcher in baseball for a little while now. He's been putting up just ridiculous stats. He is still playing for a contract, so with Gallon, not to say he's going to mail it in, but if the playoff carrot kind of evaporates for him, there might not be quite as much to keep pushing, whereas Snell has millions and millions of reasons to go out 
and to win this Cy Young. And if he does so, that's going to do him very well in negotiations this winter, especially because he'd be a two-time Cy Young. He's already won one once in his career. So Blake Snell, a guy that could absolutely win this award. And uh, at plus 250, I think he's probably the bet I would make. But, I mean, you can look at a lot of these guys. I mean, Logan Webb, model of consistency this year. You can say the same thing for Justin Steele, sitting at plus 900. I don't think... He's really going to garner big-time votes, but he's a name worth mentioning. And then if you want to just get crazy and kooky, um, Zach Wheeler and Corbin Burns are both sitting at plus 3,300. Neither of them is expected to win. Of course, the odds tell us that. But I don't know. These are pitchers that could go on that stretch where they close out the season and they give up like two runs over their final Whatever it is, 45 innings pitched or 50 innings pitched. Um, how many starts do you get if there's, what, maybe six starts left at this point? So, so, yeah, I mean, so maybe not 50, but 40 innings pitched. I, I don't know. I'm not saying that either of them should be, you know, bet heavily on. You shouldn't put a, even a full unit on either of them. But at plus 3,300, I don't know. Maybe a, a small sprinkle because they're playing on teams that are in the playoff race. They're going to get some attention down the stretch. And they've each been able to still headline their rotations, pitch a bunch of innings. These are guys that were preseason favorites that have become long shots, and I would just not count them out entirely to float that script again. Although, if I'm betting on anyone really, seriously, it's Blake Snell. Um, Again, you can make the argument for Gallon, but I think Snell is the guy I'd take. So just to recap, all of my awards picks right now. If I'm laying my money on the line, here's who I'm betting on. American League, unless I got 10 grand laying around, I'm not betting on anything for the MVP. Um, in the NL, I think I'm laying some money on Freddie Freeman over Acuna just because the odds are so much better. Rookie of the year, Tristan Casas uh, for the AL, for the NL. Just have to stay away from that one. AL Cy Young, Kevin Gossman. NL Cy Young, Blake Snell. Watch it on YouTube. Let me know in the comments if you agree or disagree with anything I said. Make sure you follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And check out the written article, which will be in the show description, and all the other great content we have coming your way at JustBaseball.com. The updated Top 100 came out yesterday, so I know a lot of people are excited about that. Make sure you read about all of your team's prospects that have made that list and the other great ones around baseball. Again, all of it, just baseball.com.